0: greatly appreciate it
1: welcome back to freaks kinks and geeks Ooh, my
0: My biggest regret that no one was here to see the wiggle that is true i know mm. full shoulders were involved
1: i got to see it though and the windows open so the neighbors might have seen it but that's fine mostly the deer i was hoping mm. would be like what's going on in there
0: yeah you know why i did a spooky one today why Thank you. I thought you were going to leave me hanging <laughs> because today we're going to be talking about our spiritual selves. Mm, mm. What does it mean? What, how do we identify ourselves? And how does that look in relation to being poly and kinky? And she does not mean spiritual in a religious sense. Right. Right. Just to clarify. When you were growing up, did you hear the criticism about like, you know, uh, there was always like in, in the dating world, this criticism of like women who are like, I'm spiritual, not religious.
1: Were you ever around for that? I don't, nothing that I can pinpoint, no.
0: I thought there was like a large criticism going around. I feel like if anybody remembers that comment and let me know, or if I just totally made that up because I woke up in the wrong dimension this morning and I should be in the other dimension where that happened. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Before we dive into it though, I do want to do some little social media shout outs. Our Facebook page has 132 members. I checked before this episode this time and I'm so happy that you guys are here for the ride. Thank you so much. We also, I'm pretty sure I mentioned it last time, but we did uh, have our Instagram page go live. Um, I'm sometimes in there making stories and trying to be silly. So please check in and get keep up with all of our fun posts we got a lot of cool quotes going up i mean real change your life vibes you know post those to your profile let your people know what's up boom done now we're diving in do 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 that's the sound of like that's a noise that's it now we're getting into it
1: this is a serious time now so this week we are going to be talking about our intuitive side yes so we should probably first kind of explain what does intuitive mean? Yeah, and how we'll be using it in this podcast especially. Yes. Too. So I guess I'll kind of jump in on what is an intuitive. So intuitive generally means someone that has enhanced abilities
0: mm-hmm.
1: that are going to be based in a few different areas, or they can be based in one area, two, three, multiple areas. But the three main that most people know about are going to be mediums. Not the size. I'm not talking about, like, extra large, large, small. No. It's my favorite. Mediums, like, I see dead people, sixth sense, that type of thing. Perfect. Um, We also have psychics.
0: Yes. Which are different than mediums, by the way.
1: They are different. Thankfully, everybody in this room knew that, though. And, um, and these are not, like, psychics, like, you know, crystal ball. You can use crystal ball. Some of them do. That's mm-hmm. totally cool. But not the, like, cliche psychics that yeah. we all think of in the movies. Right. Um, and then you're also going to the other big third one is the empathic intuitives. Yes. So your empaths. Yeah. So those are your big three. Mm-hmm.
0: Would you say that these three uh, could also be called energy workers or is that different?
1: Um, I think you could call them energy workers, but I think there there is another subset of people who are specific energy workers. Okay. So light workers, energy workers, They a lot of like your Reiki master, a lot of those people are also more for me specific like specific energy workers but these other three modalities definitely deal with energy okay so yes and no maybe okay yeah um and just
0: to note we are going to be using intuitive through this episode to just kind of cover all of empath medium and psychic so if we say like you know intuitive abilities those all fall under the umbrella of either empath or medium or psychic abilities Um, Which brings us to our first question of what do we consider our intuitive abilities? I'm going to start. Here's why. Because mine, (laughs) I'm just saying, if this is a comic book, mine are a little less impressive. (laughs) Just kidding. It doesn't have to be like that. But essentially... You have a bigger cape, so it's fine. Thank you. It is like 10 yards long. I I, (laughs) had it custom made. Um, But essentially, so for me, I do identify as an empath. Um, I had for a while considered going by a highly sensitive person um, just because it also describes this experience of just sort of feeling emotions and um, kind of like, I guess I would describe it as feeling the energy. Um, And I had thought for a really long time that had to do with my upbringing uh, because I was always taught to be really sensitive to the environment around me and um, which, you know, that could have played a part in it for sure. Um, But definitely there is a more spiritual element to it now for me. So my intuitive ability looks like that experience and then um, also includes some spiritual energy work that I do, but I've only mostly experienced it so far in like keeping my space and myself protected from certain energies that I don't think are meant for me. And that's where I'm at. I consider myself fairly new and fairly baby in this section because I was kind of avoiding this part of me for a
1: while. So that's that's me. Now you you. So me. So me, April. Um, So I have kind of claimed the title or the title that I use most often now is hyper empathic medium. Mm -hmm. Um, And I should probably explain what an empath even is. I feel like we might have actually skipped that real fast. But most people know what a psychic is. Most people know what a medium is. So empath um, are essentially individuals who are very extremely sensitive to... Emotions, energies with other people—they're um, just very susceptible and aware of everything around them. How it feels, how it's interacting—it's kind of the best. They're like a human mood ring, if yeah. you will.
0: And I will say, one way that you know this experience has become a little bit more mainstream is when people have started using language like talking about vibes.
1: Like, yes. oh, it's a good vibe with that person. Was bad vibes. Yep, you know that Same kind of thing. That's right in line with what an empath does. Mm-hmm. So. For me, I identify as a hyper empathic medium, which means I started out empathic. I am now kind of leveled up, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, that's kind of my title. Nice.
0: I had always thought like when you said like hyper empath, I just like assumed the experience of an empath. I was like, yeah, that like on crack.
1: Essentially, yeah. It's like empathic on speed.
0: Yeah. It's it's interesting what would you say is like the main difference between when you considered yourself an empath to like what made you have to say like no I'm definitely hyper empathic
1: hmm good question um you know that transition took place probably about three or four years ago and it went from I could feel people and just generally get a feel for people mm-hmm. generally walk into a room and feel an energy I could be around people and know that maybe something was off mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me um what really transitioned was i became extremely sensitive to people's energy shifts every like you know my partner it drives him slightly bonkers because he can have the slightest mood or energy shift mm-hmm. and i know it immediately <clears throat> and mm-hmm. will turn to him and what was that he yeah. will not have moved he will not have made a noise he will not have done anything i am just insanely sensitive so um hyper in the sense that i feel people who are close to me I can tell when people are sick I can mm-hmm. tell when they are sad I can tell if they are hurting um, but I'm also extremely sensitive to the energy in the world um, around me for sure yeah that comes up a lot
0: well one thing I did want to jump in and mention is like when it when you're talking about like feeling something off of a person <clears throat> I have even felt you feel it from me before I was even aware of it which has been interesting
1: yeah <clears throat> That's an interesting piece where I can feel things that are coming mm-hmm. um a little bit of a psychic piece, I guess, but yeah i can I can feel energies building or energies that are to come mm-hmm. um what's
0: interesting is it, it it doesn't feel reliant on proximity too. Like, no. I could be near you or I could be away and then, like, get a little text, like, hey, everything okay type thing. And, like, there are a lot of times when I've gotten that text from you when I have been, like, borderline panicking about a situation, too. And um, and then even some instances where that has been the case and I didn't even realize that I was, like, panicking because there was a long time where I didn't realize that was an abnormal state of being for me. Mm-hmm. So uh, that – I, but I'm not sure if the empath experience, like, if we're dif- differentiating between hem- empath and hyper-empath. I don't know if that's something that also happens with empaths normally. Was that something that you were still – always experiencing or did it become like more intense it became
1: more intense for sure yeah
0: and like more frequent or just like, yeah
1: way more frequent mm-hmm.
0: yeah i feel like i've never asked you all these questions before and now that i'm asking you them like i have more and more questions <laughs> <laughs>
1: it'll just be april's interview No. I know <laughs> well
0: because like and then just now i thought like do you think there was like also a time difference too like when you were first an empath it like took a little bit of time to process it where now it's just like hitting you like a mac truck
1: yeah, it definitely hits me a lot harder now, hits me a lot faster, and I also just trust myself a lot more. So I trust the information that's coming to me a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, and did
0: that just come from, like, years of experiencing and seeing it, like, happen?
1: Uh, yeah, and having, and, and just watching it constantly be reconfirmed that what I am getting is accurate and mm-hmm. true. Um, same for the medium side. You know, my abilities there have grown. Mm-hmm. Um just trusting spirit trusting the messages i'm getting and watching kind of people confirming this stuff that many times i used to think i was crazy for saying because i had no reason to know why i was saying it
0: yeah and i could and i can imagine that even especially for that piece where it's like you can feel something off someone where before they even know it then of course like they'll deny it like i personally have tried to like really watch my language around that stuff to not be like accidentally invalidating your experience at the same time so as opposed to being like no crazy <laughs> <laughs> just realizing like okay yeah i'm definitely feeling something when you're saying that or i wonder if that's because i'm not ready to process it or haven't processed it yet so i've been tra- like working with the language on that too and and changing the language for me has kind of helped me be able to like take advantage of those moments with you too because mm-hmm. then i'll be like wait you're feeling something on me and i'm not feeling it okay okay clear your schedule because i have questions and i'm gonna figure yeah. it out now we're about to deep dive into cj's psyche i hope you're ready <laughs>
1: yeah i'm almost like a tornado warning bell a, l- <laughs> <laughs> a little bit you're like oh shit (laughs) a fun tornado fun i mean if growth
0: is fun for you then yeah sometimes it's fun sometimes i'm having a good time i'm grown af (laughs) it can be interesting (laughs) and i appreciate you for all those moments by the way just like a real talk i love you anyway so um the next thing that we have here is how long have we known we were intuitives um you know what let me take the floor again go for it (laughs) Um, for me, I will say I didn't, I, I was, I never knew it about myself and it was a series of people kind of like guiding me there and it started first with my massage therapist who we would talk during my sessions and um i eventually they were like you know she opened up about her abilities and i kind of like started asking questions about like wait do you mean like this this and then finally she had affirmed that like i was an empath but at that time it was like kind of just one person for me Mm -hmm. so it wasn't still my whole life experience And it really wasn't until I met you and got to ask you a lot more questions and talk to you about it that I finally was like, Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know I still sometimes come to you and I'm like, Maybe do you think I'm not even an Empath? (laughs) Um, and I, I will doubt myself, but like ultimately when I'm feeling most aligned with my truth, I do feel like, yeah, I'm an intuitive. I'm an empath. Um so that for me was only the past like three years. Okay. Yeah.
1: What about what about you? me um so i have seen spirit since i can remember as a child Mm -hmm. um some of my earliest memories are involving spirit oddly enough um so i as a child just didn't know that was that that's what i was seeing Mm -hmm. um as a child you think everyone's experience is your experience so i just thought i saw like imaginary people a lot
0: how at what point did you realize that not other people were seeing what you were seeing
1: you know, I never really admitted it to myself, but I think probably around middle school, high school, I realized, like, I, I think I just more attributed to, like, an overactive imagination. I was like, oh, oh I'm just creative. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I knew, though, and really tried to push it away. Mm-hmm. Um, And then when I was maybe 18, 19, somewhere in there, uh, I was watching a TV show where they had mediums on the show. And they were explaining how they saw spirit and i uh one of them explained it very similarly to how i saw it and i went ah shit and then immediately went nope mm -mm, don't don't like that don't like that
0: message would mean something to me if i knew how to read thank you avoiding
1: so grew up in a very religious household that was not talked about like there was no yeah and that point in my life that was not okay Mm -hmm. so pushed it away for a while but i've also been empathic i realize now my entire life yeah uh i just didn't know it for a long time and actually did not realize how empathic i accepted my medium stuff much sooner than i accepted my empath side so mm-hmm. my empath side i've only really kind of been in tune with maybe the last ish years okay
0: that was that was gonna be the next question i was like dude yeah. like at what point were you comfortable saying i'm an empath i'm a psychic i'm a medium
1: yeah, I'm probably within the last 7 to 10, really more owning it within probably the last 5 to 7. Awesome. So, um, And then
0: while we're on the topic, how how would you differentiate between a medium and a psychic?
1: So, because I do have some psychic-based abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, so medium for me is specifically chanting people who have passed. Okay. Um, so I am interacting with spirit or someone who has passed a loved one. Um, the psychic stuff isn't necessarily me channeling like a specific loved one. When I have my psychic moments, I am getting information. I'm not really always sure where it's coming from.
0: Oh, yeah, I get that.
1: Um, but it is being given to me and I do know it. Mm -hmm. Um, that's not my strongest side. So that side's still a little murky for me.
0: Mm -hmm. That one, uh, as someone around you, I've seen that happen as like, you will say something offhand and then like it'll end up being true later and you yeah. will not even realize that you've said it and i've I even started to observe like this like the state that you're in when you're saying it is almost like how you look when you're multitasking you'll kind of be and you'll say the comment and then it's like i'll be like let me remember that i think that's gonna come up later. yeah
1: you and jay have pointed that out a number of times i won't i won't even remember saying it and then mm-hmm. stuff will happen and you'll both be like oh no you said that and i'm like uh what
0: yeah I'm like when from, you don't you don't remember when
1: you said that exact accurate thing? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. So I'm trying to pay attention to that more.
0: Yeah. And then and then one thing that you uh, got me doing, too, is uh, tracking with a little note by taking yes. notes, uh, like, anytime you get a feeling. And, um, oh, my God, I actually had one right now. So um, I was last month i was thinking about where i was going to be living and i was like a ninth popped into my head and i was like oh i wonder if that means i'll be living on ninth street i don't know if you remember no ninth street but i've always wanted to like mm-hmm. live there um and it's kind of funny that it just turns out to be that i end up signing my lease on the ninth yep. of june so yeah great
1: <laughs> that's why it's important to track because it gives yeah. you little hints of like how information comes through and what that looks like and how it feels
0: yeah which the sounds weird but too, yeah, yeah. Do you, wow, would you be able to describe how it feels?
1: Um on the on the psychic side
0: or or at least for like in yeah, yeah, in the <clears throat> moment where you're like getting the information and you know you're not sure where it's coming from, but you know that it's a psychic moment.
1: Um you know, I think uh, you know, the first time it really happened that I really knew what was happening and saw it kind of play out was I knew uh, three days before my mom told me that she had cancer. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was just a,
0: was it a physical body response? Was it like? It
1: was just a, I heard it, um, like it just a very resounding kind of knowing. Mm-hmm. Like it's a very loud thought almost, but it's not my thought. It was like someone was handing me a thought. Yeah. um, And it just was. Mm-hmm it just was there was no there was no space to doubt or evaluate no it just was um and I I just knew I I it was so strong and so like it was so pivotal that I remember exactly where I was I remember what I was doing I remember everything about that moment because it was so kind of it was a big moment um So, yeah, it's a little bit of a whole body experience, but it just at the same time, it's sort of a calm because, you know,
0: yeah, I I was going to say, like, for me, when I have an intuitive moment or like an empathic moment, it does sort of feel like I guess the difference is like with my thoughts, a lot of them are being created, curated, you know, evaluated, like sometimes I'm like collecting data. And so a lot of my thoughts that I'm forming are based on experiences or whatever but you know a sort of moment like that where you have that feeling it's very like oh that was just you know that, mm-hmm. that's just something I'm being given right now or like I'm just
1: it just is it just is yeah and and yeah. I
0: think what helps is just like being aware of it like and whenever it happens and building that repetitive like you know just recognizing it as it comes as opposed to like trying to intellectualize what you're feeling in that moment and just kind of being like oh actually this is a feeling I get every time a lot happens or something like that
1: yeah well i for me those big big moments those big truths um there's not even a lot of feeling to it it just just is is like it's yeah. just that's just what it is mm-hmm. um or like a
0: moment i don't know everything else feels quiet do you feel like it's like that like yeah no a little bit like
1: yeah it just kind of that is just that's the answer like that's mm-hmm. that is going to be and yeah. there's no changing it there's no that, that that you know there's a certain calm and a certain piece with even if it is upsetting news there is a certain common piece and peace in knowing what that news will be mm-hmm. yeah so finding out three days later still sucked yeah but you at least i mean it, it takes the edge off a little bit mm-hmm. you start mentally preparing a little bit
0: that's a good point i it makes me want to mention that like being an intuitive doesn't mean that you're like Safe from still feeling emotions and still reacting to certain things the way it happens. I I think even in like your experience sometimes you're given the information and there's not really even anything you can do about it. Yeah, a lot of times. Yeah, yeah. Which freak sucks sucks at moments sucks. And then we do a lot of jokes. We're just like <laughs> 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 but yeah, but that's kind of the nature of it. Actually, to take a serious moment like a lot of times like you know, uh, a part of me wants to act like a, a little bit have that childish wonder, you know, where it's like, Oh my God, all this stuff happening. Wow, that's so a great blah blah but there definitely is like a much more serious like aspect to it of like, you know what? Sometimes you're gonna know and you can't even do anything about it. And that also just is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, we're not immune like I often will cry during readings. I will I'm not immune to emotion even if I know, you know, everything that's being said and going on and whatever. I'm present. I'm the one doing the reading. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm definitely not immune to it. Like, there's a lot of emotion going back and forth from the person I'm reading for, the spirit. Like, there's so much emotion. So,
0: and then added to that being empathic, also, it's like
1: you're you just your getting all the emotions. You have their
0: feelings. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, definitely Do you not a, immune. Like, like, empathically feel the emotions of the spirit that you're channeling.
1: Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. I get a whole from spirit side. I get a whole host of information. So yeah. it, it's a whole body experience when I'm channeling. It's emotions feelings um i can physical sensations of how they died i can like yeah it's yeah, a whole that one was last experience
0: terrifying
1: that can be a little discerning yeah. where you're like is is this me having a heart attack or is that someone else that had a heart attack True, yeah <laughs>
0: well i mean do, do you remember when i Well, i don't know if you guys say this but the the friend who had like you, you had been experiencing really massive chest pains yeah to a point where you went to your own doctor yeah, about it, and then a couple of days later, found out that it was um a, fr- a dear friend who had uh
1: stabbed himself.
0: Yes. Yep. Yeah, that was rough. Yep. And it was um another one of those just is moments, and that's crazy. Yeah. the The main thing that I'm just trying to get across there is that even like it'll just feel like it's your own body, which is yep. insane. It's a
1: little freaky at times.
0: It. it, it <laughs> well, I <laughs> should say it's unfathomable to me because I've never experienced it that way. But yeah, that's probably the more intense side of that. That like. Yeah, gives me pause for sure. Um, our next question here is how? Oh my God, let's go from that point to how does that affect our dating? <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> let's jump up, you know? Can let's you pick it imagine? Up a notch. <laughs> oh, how it
1: affects dating. Uh, um. I mean, we've already
0: listed that like it's knowing your emotions sometimes before you even know your emotions, and knowing your intentions sometimes between even you know your intentions. So, add into
1: that being on a dating app with people. Kill me. <laughs> Honey. Kill me.
0: Honey.
1: Yeah. It, and then adding in the, I don't know, do you want to share your experience first? I can share some of mine because Lord knows.
0: <laughs> I would say that like mine, I feel are a little tamer. Like they're, it's much more like somebody says something and I know they're not about that. Like it's harder to like,
1: um, can't bullshit you.
0: Yeah you can't really bullshit me like as simple as like you know the one that i keep bringing up recently where i i thought i asked this stellar question on bumble where i was like what's the last thing you did to keep yourself awake all night and i was like oh my god i was just watching so much drag queen content lol whatever and um and this person was like oh i was you know uh uh driving to see the sunset and all this other stuff and i was like oh one of us is real in this moment and you're just kind of like performing and, and then and more experienced daters with like experience you'll be like oh yeah this is usually what it looks like for someone to be bullshitting me and just being performative and so that's really easy to pick out and really easy to end conversations earlier because of that um and then it kind of comes into like when I I do definitely factor it in as a huge part when I'm deciding on meeting somebody too where I'm like mm-hmm. how does it how does how it do you feel? feel yeah and, um and of course, we all go to like meet at a public place first for like first dates and things like that. But yeah, definitely a huge, you know, item on that list for me is like, how does it feel being around this person? Mm-hmm. And, um and yeah, it does like, I, I don't want to say it like, quote unquote, ruins the experience, but like, it definitely runs me through the experience much quicker than yeah. other situations because it's like like even with with the friend that i told you i had reconnected with where it was like you know on paper i don't feel like anything negative happened in this hangout but for whatever reason all these alarm bells were going off in me and i kept trying to intellectualize it and then like one thing that i'm trying to do now is actually do that less so i caught myself doing that it was kind of like you know what i saw that person one more time and i was like just energy says hard pass i can I, can't, I and i don't have to, and i'm not interested in trying to explain it either cuz i think that actually weakens my intuition and my experience yeah. where it's like the more i feel it and then i try to like evaluate and question it and blah 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 it's like okay my intuition's like fine use your stupid brain then yeah you know so i try to be just be like take it for what it is trust myself validate myself and like move on yeah. and that and that's really like worked for me like i'm not saying it's a perfect science but like no. it is it has always helped it hasn't been wrong yeah trusting your gut is huge yeah huge why has it been like for you being a psychic a hyper empathic psychic medium on dates oh um it's been so special how
1: laughable is it when someone tries to bullshit you it's always entertaining um (laughs) and i know people are probably listening to this that know us and they're like well i definitely lied to her and she didn't catch it well here's the thing (laughs) i probably did um, I, I don't tell everyone everything I know because I, I, it would probably scare the shit out of most people. Um, <laughs> and it just wouldn't help. So I, I let people have their emotions and have their shifts and have whatever they need to say. And unless it's hurting someone or I think it needs to be addressed, I just kind of let people live their lives cause they don't need like, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah I'm, I'm essentially like a human lie detector test i start reading people from the moment i actually see like i don't even have to match with them i mm-hmm. can start reading energy very very fast now so
0: hyper empathic, hyper
1: empathic i can also read energy off people that uh, they, they carry from other people which is entertaining pause
0: Okay. For that, yeah, I, I just want to like bring some attention to that. So that's that is not just feeling it off a person, but feeling someone connected through that person. Yes. And I had that experience one time, but like for me, it, it only it only comes up if I've already been connected to that third person, if yes. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it's like I had a friend over who was friends with someone I had considered my ex at that time and I could feel him through her. all the time whenever we hung out to a point where I had to be like okay let me I need to stop seeing that person for a while not nothing against that person they didn't do anything to me but like I just needed to be away from that ex's energy so I had to like stop that and then and this was a person I actually wasn't close to I felt the the ex's ex's energy through once again that third person who was neither my ex nor my ex's ex yeah so that was intense. You
1: know, it's it's just physics. Like we're all energy. We're all energy thing, you know, that's physics. Mm-hmm. Basic law of physics. We're in energy. Um so energy carries other energy with it. We mm-hmm. pick up energy, we drop off energy like that's just that's how it works. Yeah. Um so yeah, I, I can read energy off them before I even swipe. I will read their energy as I'm talking to them. Um the really fun part is when you bring in the medium part. That's and my favorite part. It's my favorite part, I- guys. Have given so many readings, um, either while we're talking on the dating apps or we're texting or first dates, those are really fun. Um yeah, that that piece is always interesting. Um Hi, does anybody ever like visually appear before you while you're on a date or anything like that? Yep, no. That <laughs> happens. Um I think the most memorable one for me is I, I went out with a guy, it was our first date. Went out, went to eat, went and saw a comedy show, went back to his place, and then his best friend showed up, um, right as we were, like, gonna get hot and heavy. Wow. So that was cool. That's such I a mean, bro thing,
0: right? He could have come at any other time. Any other time. You, you took your top off, he's like, Oh hey, by the way, hi. Hey. Hello. Oh. I'm sorry. Um <clears throat> I'm here um because I would like to speak with my best friend, please. Um you can keep on dressing. That's dressed. fine. It's fine. It's <laughs> okay. No, you can keep your clothes off. No, it's fine.
1: So I you know, I, I gave him a reading and I was totally fine doing that. Um but then his friend like didn't leave. So that was interesting. Did you still hook up with that person that night? Yep. Ah! With the best friend there? Yep. Ah! (laughs) Guy knew it too. I told him. I'm not going to hide it. Um, (laughs) I've given a lot of readings, like tons of readings to people who like their loved ones have passed and they come through um, as we're planning first dates or yeah.
0: Nice. Um, my most
1: recent one, which was super entertaining, I matched with a guy, started talking to him, and his wife, who had passed away recently, came barreling through. And that is just which hard is to come back a- from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's really hard to come back from. So needless to say, we did not uh, go on a date after that. Yeah, I think. I kind of disentangled myself after that one. So yeah, that happens. Talk a about a third lot. wheel, am I right? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so that that makes dating super different. Yeah, super different. Super I, different. I don't mean to laugh,
0: but obviously, I get very tickled when that happens. And I'm sure being in the experience would be totally different.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> just the idea. Yeah, I mean, like everyone's. What's really fucking funny is everyone's so worried about being ghosted. No pun intended. <laughs> um, I quit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I literally have to worry about being ghosted. <laughs> like,
0: you, you bitch, how long were you holding on to
1: that one? <laughs> that is... So I, I run the risk of getting ghosted on two levels. Oh my God. That, bravo. Do better. <laughs> Y'all just worry about one ghost. <laughs> you got... Try me.
0: All right. <laughs> you definitely, you win the Ghost Olympics. Yep. And I've actually
1: told people after I channel their loved ones, um, I'm like, hey, if you want to ghost me, no pun intended, you can. It's fine. Like, I get it. This is now oh changing God. the dynamic. Wow. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm assuming this changes the dynamic a little bit, right? <laughs> a lot of people react fairly well to it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, it does kind of kill the mood when they're crying. That's that ooh. doesn't get you hot and bothered. Ooh. Um, But it, you know, I, I think it's just part God. of. Right. Oh. Just yeah. I mean it <laughs> we've come back from it sometimes, but yeah, it, it's it's it it makes things a little different, which is fine. But for the most part, most people have responded fairly decently or are appreciative.
0: Let me ask you this what's some advice that we could give to somebody who finds himself on a date with a medium or a psychic or an empath?
1: Um, well, if they're empathic, just know you're not going to bullshit them. hmm Um I don't care how well you think your bullshit is how well you think you can get away with it you cannot Mm -hmm. um i don't care if you were trained by the fbi Mm -hmm. or some russian spy or whatever we feel it we don't we don't you don't even have to say anything we already know yeah um
0: one thing i want to add on to that is like that's our experience all the time so you're not the first one bringing that to the table so do i would say try not to like feel self-conscious you know, like it's this is this is how we experience everybody. So, like, if you're kind of coming and being like, "Ooh, well, I don't know what you're feeling off me," and I, will, it's like, dude, it's like hazardous inside of everybody. So, like, yeah, there, there's nothing new or special about it. And kind of you acting like that makes it a little bit suspicious, I guess. it's yeah. like, "Ooh, I don't want you to feel me." It's like, okay, well, I feel everyone. So, what do you think is in there? That yeah. like, just be I'm authentic. Not find out about be authentic.
1: Yeah. Be real. Be honest, and I'll be good. Yeah, like, that's kind of my big thing. Um, if they're medium based. You know, if they ask you if you want to communicate with a loved one, you are allowed to say yes or no.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, if they ask you, I, I have had some instances where I tell people like, hey, I know your loved one's around, but I'm not ready to do that reading for you right now. Mm-hmm. But then they almost like demand it or start talking about that loved one, which brings them through. Yeah. Um, don't do that. That that's that's kind of rough for us energy wise. Yeah. If we it's, ask if for that, you... it's usually because we're tired. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and that's another important detail, too, is that like channeling takes energy.
1: A lot of energy.
0: Yeah. And that can also, I would say I've experienced that as an empath, too, where it's like channeling the sheer amount of emotions that are under the surface is like exhausting. Yeah. Especially if I'm not really interested in like dealing with it, you know, yeah. like. um, Yeah. So, yeah. uh, the, And that like a lot of people don't realize that that is actually a consent issue, too. Like mm-hmm. if you're asking, hey, I'm not really ready to channel right now, please don't push it
1: yeah don't don't start talking about that loved one it's not that i don't care it's not that i don't want to know and i i usually will end up channeling them later it's just in that moment i i just need to recharge so yeah um but i think other than that like it's just normal dating like dating rules like don't yeah. be a dick if you're going to be curious just be respectful yeah ask if, questions. You, if you
0: could not do this one question which i fucking hate which is oh you're a empath medium psychic prove it oh i hate that drives me fuck off fuck all the way off yeah obviously this experience has to do with a lot of like self-validating having you know thinking you're crazy for a lot of your life so like if you're gonna come with the energy of prove it walk away dude
1: yeah or do that that's walk away that's not you're not gonna get a good response from me on that one no um and i will specifically not channel if you do that like i will shut my energy pathways right on down yeah um We're
0: we're not here to prove that anything
1: no i don't i don't feel the need to prove myself um I questioned myself long enough growing up. So I'm really kind of past that. And yeah. if you and, and honestly, if you don't believe it or buy into it, that's totally cool. Yeah. And I don't have a problem with that. We can still date. We can still chill and we can still get along. Mm-hmm. You don't have to agree with it. You don't have to understand it. I don't expect anyone to. Mm-hmm. It's a weird little old world. That's true. Um, but don't don't bring that kind of energy. That kind of energy yeah. will not work for me.
0: And don't try to invalidate our experience also experiences also. Yeah. Like, don't try to be like, no, that's not real. Oh, you must. Are you sure you're not just stressed? Or da da da. Like, I've been alive long enough. Like, I've been experiencing this long enough. This is how I'm handling it. So, like, just respect that this is my experience.
1: Yeah. And be done. Um, other than that, it can actually be pretty entertaining. Yeah. Um, I mean, it definitely—it's never boring with me. <laughs> it's not. I don't know that you or Jay could ever be like, wow, she is so one lame. Thing, one
0: thing about April. God, just yawn city.
1: Yawn all the yawn, time. Just yawn.
0: like. Oh. Actually, me and Jay are, like, bored of the psychic stuff now. We're just like, what else? we are like, eh, get, yeah. a new, get a new ability. Oh, someone came through? Eh, yeah, you know. Old news. Okay, did they do a dance? Then I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did they do something funny? Okay, then keep it to yourself. <laughs> are they
1: famous? <laughs> I don't care.
0: <laughs> no, I I love it. I love especially being in situations with you where, around, where we're around people who are, like, curious but slightly uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like our coworkers, they'll be like, you know, they're edited around. And I'm like, April, how many spirits are around us right now? <laughs> Then you drop the number and they like freak out. (laughs) That is
1: their number one favorite question. Are there any dead people around? No. It's like, is this house haunted? That is their ooh yeah. I ask that a lot as a property manager. Yeah, is this house haunted? Oh my
0: god! Every time I went to an inspection with you, I'd be like, so is this one haunted?
1: Are they in the attic? No.
0: Okay. What about this closet? It feels sus. i get bad vibes <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah it's uh it, you won't ever be bored around me
0: yeah um next thing we want to say is a, kind of like our our last point here or second to last point is what is our advice for other intuitives and other intuitive polyamorous or non-monogamous people
1: you know um i think if you think you might be intuitive which a lot more people in the world are mm-hmm. um they just don't realize it um absolutely just be very careful about protecting your energy protecting yourself and who you're kind of surrounding yourself with Mm -hmm. surround yourself with toxic people you will be toxic surround yourself with you know enough of anything and you will become those things so just be very vigilant of who you have yourself around is i think one of the biggest things if you think you're empathic or any sort of Mm energy-based intuitive
0: If you think you are intuitive, I would... I would caution you against asking someone for validation on that who does not believe in that type of thing mm-hmm. because obviously they, based on their experience, they're just going to advise you on what they know. That's you know. They're not doing that maliciously, but that can be really harmful for developing those abilities. I think it's super important to make sure you're plugged into some sort of support system. And by support system, I mean someone who has experienced what you've experienced. It could even be just plugging yourself into the right podcast right here, baby. You know? or um just like especially if you spend so long be like feeling doubtful of what's going on within you then you know try to like speak with someone who that is their truth that is their life how what is it like for them and then like kind of feel out if your experiences are matching i can't recommend enough like really 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 finding your personal true north and your place of feeling aligned what your what your normal is what your neutral is what your standard is so that uh that has always really helped me figure out like okay even is is this advice i'm getting for this person right for my journey and developing my abilities and things like that and still listening to that like that gut feeling that intuition
1: i would say the biggest thing i will tell everybody i don't care if you ever identify as an empath or me whatever trust your gut yeah we have renamed our empathic abilities our inner our energy reading you know that's super normal people go into rooms all the time and they're like "Ooh, energy feels weird yeah energy in the room was really dead yeah energy was you know ooh, did that feel awkward yeah ooh, that feel so awkward? that's all energy reading mm-hmm. so at the end of the day trust your gut absolutely If your gut says don't meet that person don't go there don't do this don't do it your mm-hmm. gut is there for a reason yeah it is there to trust mm-hmm. anytime i've gone against my gut i regret it immensely same so trust your gut no matter what you claim or do not claim to believe or claim for yourself or not claim for yourself. Trust mm-hmm. your gut.
0: Yeah. And again, I- if only for the fact that if these are actually abilities you are trying to get to know better about yourself, um, doubting yourself is really going to set you back. Yeah. That That's just my experience. Yep. You know, I have felt myself feel strong in my intuition, begin to doubt my intuition, and then I have to build up my intuition again.
1: Yeah.
0: It'll and I'm trying not to go that route ever again. Nah. Not do that anymore. Nah. That's all we had on this list, though. I think that's it.
1: If this y'all been... want to hear, I guess we can do other episodes on specific stuff if we want. So if you guys have questions about any of this, definitely ask. send us a voice message, send us a message, whatever. Yeah. Um, We're happy to answer questions. What's yeah. your favorite on-screen spirit? Casper for me. Casper when he becomes Devin Savo. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yes, girl. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Where is he on Tinder? Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. How old was that actor in that movie? I think he's a... oh oh uh, okay in my defense in i was I, his age yes
0: i was about to say he's a little older
1: than me yeah. in my defense i I'm was like 10 remembering from the <laughs> age
0: which i saw him which was around his age <laughs> and now i'm sure his he as he is now a legal right. adult legal uh, probably attractive as well yes so yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> done
0: <laughs> Alrighty, okay. wrapping this one up stay spooky boo and remember trust your gut ask with your hands no ask with your mouth not your hands did you forget that from last week i did i'm bringing it back bitch
1: (laughs) bye bye okay
0: the actual podcast